0: Hey, my name is Bill.
1: And my name is Danny, And we are A
0: a Couple couple of Park Hoppers. This week, the 2022 International Festival of the Arts kicked off at Epcot. Culinary, visual, and performing arts, photo ops, art pieces to bring home with you. This festival has more creativity than you can imagine. And we're going to talk about all of that right now. Let's Let's hop to it. it.
1: is at the heart of all creation right at the start of everything that's new one little spark lights up for you in seven hours <laughs> seven <laughs> hours
0: you people are nuts
1: <laughs> <laughs> we like to use the word wild now you're
0: crazy
1: we like to use the word wild now but like Seven hours. Is that, are we talking about a, an almost a full work day?
0: That was almost the ride length, uh, the, wait, the wait for the the opening of Hagrid's.
1: Are we talking about half the time it takes to drive across the state of Texas?
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. From Boston to New York and back.
1: <laughs> With traffic. <laughs> are, 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 what are we talking about? What are we talking about? I,
0: I don't know. You know what we're talking about? (laughs) The line for figment popcorn buckets at Epcot. Seven
1: hours?
0: (laughs) You guys are crazy. Wild,
1: babe. Wild.
0: I mean, I guess I kind of understand if you're one of the resellers. (laughs) So here's
1: the thing, And you're going to make
0: money during that time, technically? Well, here's the thing. I saw people posting TikToks and stuff
1: where they were flying in just to buy a popcorn bucket.
0: I don't understand. You're losing money, like a lot of it. (laughs) Like if you spent like $400 on your flight as a $25 popcorn bucket, you're minus 375 already.
1: Right. Silly, silly people. Well, here's the thing. It could have been, we know it was a lot of resellers because while they were in line, they were already posting them. Yes on eBay for like $200. And that popcorn bucket is $25. Unbelievable. However, I did see a lot of nice things happening too. I saw people that were buying like two popcorn buckets. Which and you
0: were, that's all you were supposed to be able to get.
1: Well, what I was gonna say was people were buying two popcorn buckets and then walking to the end of the line and randomly giving somebody the second
0: one. That's. I mean, like, that's really nice. Like, like as, that's paying it forward.
1: Like more as like a, oh. That's magic. Yeah. You
0: are the magic. <laughs>
1: I mean, I think that's really, really nice. It is nice. But also an amazing thing is that as of today, which is Sunday, uh, they still haven't run out of popcorn buckets.
0: Thank goodness.
1: And honestly, that's a really big deal. That's a
0: win because on the first day when we saw all this stuff happening, Danny and I were discussing like, if Disney would just make more and sell them at different places throughout Epcot, and sell them throughout the the duration of the Festival of the Arts. The demand wouldn't be as high. The resellers would make less money, and way more people would end up with these popcorn buckets that wanted them. And sure enough, like Danny just said, it sounds like they're not sold out yet. So maybe they actually did.
1: So we're actually going to go to Epcot tomorrow. Um, my friends Miguel and Jose are here. I got. Are to you s- going to
0: get a popcorn bucket? I, <laughs> I don't should. think so. You should. I don't want to. I think we need it now, <laughs> just so we can post a picture and be like, Ha-ha.
1: or maybe we should do a giveaway with one. Yeah, we can do that too. We'll see. We'll see. But um, my friends Miguel and Jose are visiting. Shout out to them! It's so wonderful to have them here in Orlando. But while we're in EPCOT tomorrow, we're gonna have to take a peek and see if those yeah. uh, those uh, I almost said Spyro.
0: It kind of does look like Spyro. Yeah, I
1: saw people on Twitter being like, what in the Spyro is happening Yeah,
0: so you're going to go to Epcot tomorrow and fight the lines and fight the crowds to try to get a uh, figment popcorn bucket? No,
1: no. That sounds
0: like a blast!
1: (laughs) I don't think we're going to do that. But, um, yeah, so I know you might come if you get out of work on time, but I will be, and I will be there, and so we're going to, you know see what we can do but i don't think i'm gonna wait a couple hours but seven hours oh my goodness crazy so well why is there a wait for a popcorn bucket first off because Uh,
0: they only sold it at one location that's why
1: no, that's not why. Yes,
0: it is why.
1: The The why <laughs> is the 2022 International Festival of the Arts is that, just kicked off. That
0: And I really don't think people at, at Disney understand how much people love Figment.
1: I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Aside
0: from the fact that that ride's always like five minutes. But when it comes to Figment, the character and the merch and all that stuff, people eat that stuff up.
1: Well, we love all of the the OG stuff. Yes. So
0: people love old Epcot.
1: And I never got to I don't remember going on the um
0: the original one? Yeah. Yeah, well, it was I was way too young for that.
1: I don't know when they changed it.
0: The original one closed in like the early 90s.
1: I didn't I hadn't been to Disney yet.
0: Yeah, the one with the original Dreamfinder and all yeah. that. Yeah, that I, I believe and Disney fans are going to rip me apart if I get it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was like 91-92 somewhere around there. No, I don't know. And I would have been 4. My, mem- so,
1: <laughs> my memory knows better than yeah. to try to guess. I've seen footage of it
0: and it looks really cool and it would be awesome if they were able to redo that someday but
1: Every time we watch footage of that it always looks like it was filmed like at the dawn of time. <laughs> like on It's like a old home movie. Like on the like the day before God rested, he <laughs> that was filmed yeah, like right. that's how old it looked. But well, guys, the 2022 International Festival of the Arts has kicked off at Epcot, and we are going to be talking about it today. We have a lot to get go through, and so we're going to try to go through, at, through all of this at a very good pace. Yeah. We're just going to try not to dwell on too many things. No. But uh, what we are going to do is first off, what is International Festival of the Arts? The Disney website says, delight in all things creative at Epcot International, International Festival of the Arts, an annual celebration of the culinary, performing, and visual arts. Now, Festival of the Arts goes from January 14th to February 21st. So this just started a few days ago.
0: It did. And it ends right before my
1: birthday. (laughs) At least happily ever after is an ending on your birthday.
0: (laughs) I'll always have that over you. Everyone will.
1: (laughs) Everyone will. Yes. Sad day. I win. The rest of the world wins. But what we're going to talk about is, first off, we're going to go through um, a couple things in kind of sections Because there's so much That goes on During this festival So we're going to start With performing arts Then visual arts Then culinary arts And then we're going to Touch on a couple things That are just fun For all ages Yeah So that way It makes a little bit more sense. This is also the way that Disney has it broken down on their website. And so I feel like if you are listening and not familiar with this festival, hopefully you get a good idea of what it
0: is. There's so much going on at the Festival of the Arts. Like Danny said, we're going to touch on performing arts first. And there's so much going on that you can just take in live while you're at the festival. Right. Performances of all different kinds. Um, there's even a concert series over at the America Gardens Theater that we'll get to in a couple of minutes. But we just want to kind of give you guys an idea of what kind of things that you can take in while you're at Festival of the Arts.
1: So one of the first things that we see in performing arts, and you can catch this all over Epcot during this festival, is art-defying gravity. Now, at first I wasn't sure what this was, but this is in World Place. And this is a show that you can see throughout the day, and um, it says... It, it describes it as thrilling acts of strength yeah
0: and, and they had this they had this last year i think it was or was it was two, two years, years ago, ago i think that they had it um it's really cool uh inside world show place is that giant tent that's in between um canada and the uk but they didn't have anything there for food and wine this year right because um, I, th- I think they're doing some renovations and stuff inside but that world show place pavilion is back open for festival of the arts where this art de degra- art defying gravity is taking place
1: so basically it's uh, these, I, I don't know what you would call them. Almost They're like a almost Cirque du like acrobatic, yeah, like
0: dancing on not pole dancing, but like dancing on poles. You know what I mean? And yeah. like doing these crazy feats of strength up in the air above the stage that the pole is on. And so it's, you're it's, saying
1: it's magical pole dancing? Yes, yes,
0: yes. <laughs> so it's not magic, pole da- Mike. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's totally different. Yes. But um, for this, it's kind of like. Almost like a Cirque du kind of a thing. They've yeah. got they're on like um, different. It's hard to explain. Like they balance on different things and they do different poses and they're high up in the air and they hold themselves on like different like different poles yeah. and different. Uh, the only pieces I, the, that are
0: there like set pieces. pieces.
1: Yeah, set pieces. The only thing word I can think of is poles, and yeah. that does make it sound like pole dancing. <laughs> it's like pole <laughs> dancing. Welcome to Festival of the Arts. Yeah. But So that's one thing for performing arts.
0: Real quick, before you move on to the next one, you know what would have been really cool and would have fit the theme of this festival perfectly? What? Is if they did like a little four or five minute preview of Drawn to Life in this instead. Hmm. So it was more like a Cirque du Soleil-ish type thing that you could go see and be like, oh my God, that's so cool. I want to go see the, the whole show at Disney Springs. And Drawn to Life festival of the arts i mean it just fits right in yeah i don't think they could have
1: done it in the same
0: space probably not no i'm, I'm not saying like a five minute piece of the performance but like somewhere just, here, just something that screams drawn to life
1: yeah i mean i, I thought d- it would be really cool that would have been really cool Listen i definitely I, d- I also think that they would have had to have it like some place outdoors like some place that well
0: drawn to life's indoors
1: Right. But in a space where like people are eating and stuff, sure. If you see drawn to life, people are gonna gather and but I think I think that would have been really cool, like a little yeah, preview. Just like
0: a three, four minute little thing that you could watch and be like, Oh, that's really cool. I wanna go see the full show now. Yeah. Because nobody really knows like there's no footage of Cirque du Soleil at Disney Springs. I don't think
1: you're allowed to I don't think
0: so. So like I I think it would have been really cool to kind of see like, oh, this is this looks really neat. I wanna go see the show now.
1: Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Um, well, next on performing Arts is going to be Chalk Art Galleries. Yes. And I put that this is the entrance to World Showcase, but it's... Do you know where I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly okay. what you're talking about. I, is there a it's name for that? It's like the area that? in
0: between, like when you're going over the water. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's an official name for it, and don't break me over the coals if there is, but it's like the area between Future World and World Showcase. Yeah, like, when you're walking towards like it. that one single it. strip where the... Um, where you you see you got Spaceship Earth behind you and you've got the lagoon in front of you.
1: Right. So what's really cool about this is that um, all of the chalk art galleries are beautifully made.
0: They're incredible.
1: So uh, the artists make these like galleries and sometimes you can even like sit or stand in them and it looks like you're in the, the drawing. So th- those are gorgeous. And you can see those at the entrance to World Showcase.
0: And uh, also another uh, piece of the uh, performing arts section here that is available for folks going to Epcot during the International Festival of the Arts is Visual Art in Performance where you can behold a high-energy onstage performance by, by a guest visual artist painting favorite Disney characters. And this is really cool because I saw one guy do this one time where he was, like, dancing to a song. I forget what the song was, but he was, like, dancing all around the stage and then, like, making a brushstroke. And then, like, going up and making more brushstrokes and everybody's... Like As the performance was going on, you could slowly see what he was doing, and he made a really cool painting of Mickey Mouse, which was incredible. And I do have a video of it somewhere on my phone. I can post it if, if need be. So yeah, definitely check that out on the stage right in front of World Showcase Lagoon as you walk into World Showcase from Future World. It's right on that center stage that they always have up there for the festivals. Front and center, you can't miss it. It's a really, really cool show.
1: Yeah, and um, so last for Performing Arts is going to be Disney on Broadway concert series, and this is going to be at the America Gardens Theater. Now, this is one thing that a lot of people, I feel like they don't know exactly what it is, but once they realize what it is, they get really excited yeah. about these performances.
0: It's arguably the best thing that they do at that stage all year round. The Disney on Broadway series is really cool. They actually bring in folks who were in original productions of disney shows on broadway Uh, we've got folks from aladdin beauty and the beast little mermaid frozen newsies mary poppins tarzan the lion king you know all kinds of folks that were in all these shows that they bring in to do four or five song sets three times a day usually at uh the festival of the arts uh stage there at the America Gardens Theater. And it is a really, really cool show with really talented people. And I can't recommend going to see them enough.
1: Yeah. And if you want an exact schedule, make sure you go to Disney's website. That 2022 schedule will tell you exactly when each artist is going to be there. So, for instance, right now, January 14th was Ariel Jacobs and Adam Jacobs, who were... Um, if you don't
0: know who Adam Jacobs is, he's the original Aladdin on Broadway. Right. So, if you ever listen to the Aladdin soundtrack, the Broadway soundtrack on Spotify or iTunes, um, that's Adam Jacobs. He's Aladdin. Very cool.
1: Yeah. So, it's really cool to see him, and uh, he they're going to be there January 16th through 17th and January 20th through the 21st, but then when you go on the website, you'll also see... Like Carrie Butler from Beauty and the Beast, and um, I'm gonna say the name wrong, Telly Lung. Uh,
0: it's either Leung or L- Lang, or um, I'm sorry, Telly, we're I'm butchering sorry. your name. Um, I'm so sorry. From
1: Aladdin, and uh, they're gonna be there January 15th, and then January 18th through the 19th. So you definitely need to go and look and see exactly who's gonna be there on days that you're gonna be there. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see someone specifically, make sure that you look that up so you are there on the right day.
0: Absolutely. So, And these performances go all the way through the end of the festival. I believe on uh, February 21st, I think, was the last day uh, of the festival. And uh, there's a, a major special performance on February 21st that you can go see several of the, uh, the performers there, rather than just the two that you'll see at every other show.
1: Yeah. So no matter what night you go, you're, you know guaranteed to see an amazing performance and they don't just play stuff from broadway they also play uh things like when we were there it was um what is it high school musical oh yes well
0: high school musical was on broadway wasn't it
1: i don't think so i thought
0: there was a high school musical show
1: high school musical the musical the series no i thought
0: it was like literally on broadway but i could be wrong
1: i don't know i don't don't know (laughs) fact
0: check that for us people
1: i don't know that now I kind of want to know if high school musical <laughs> I'm going
0: to fact check it right now. All
1: right. I mean, I know high school musical the musical the series was on Disney Plus and I liked that. Um I don't it, it was it?
0: Uh I can't really tell by this article. <laughs> One second.
1: I'm I'm not really sure. I mean, it's it's a movie though. Also, let's see is is high school musical <laughs>
0: find dot is high school musical a broadway show uh doesn't say i'm not sure
1: i'm gonna go with let's not spend no. too much
0: time on this i thought it was because they were singing it at the show last time but it was really cool to hear them singing like we're all in this together and stuff like that it was really neat
1: <laughs> i think they just play like jams yeah. that- <laughs> sure sure <laughs> that that's my whole thing i mean it definitely could be it, and it's a musical so yeah. i think they're just playing stuff from musicals specifically yeah so um those are going to be everything that we have listed for the performing arts so we're going to move on to the visual arts now uh visual arts are all sorts of awesome things Um, you know galleries you learn different creative techniques um you get to watch you know some of these artists actually perform. You can go shopping, but we're going to go through exactly what that means. But first off, it starts with you being able to take your hand at, for to make a little bit of art.
0: This is one of the things that I've wanted to do and never done oh, at really? Festival of the Arts. I wanted to do the Animation Academy. Really? I really want to go see because they bring in Disney animators and they literally teach you how to draw Disney characters on on the screen at the Gardens Theater and. You have a chance to like kind of draw along with them. Isn't this like what
1: they do at Animal Kingdom?
0: Kind of, but on a bigger scale.
1: I, I mean, I'll go. Do, I'd love to go do it and see if it's any different. But every time I try, to <laughs> I try to do the oh, one. It,
0: mine's horrible every single time I've, I try to draw. I've, I've, that's a what I was about character. to say. Every
1: time I, I, you I, know,
0: you know what my Disney characters look like when I draw them. It looks like that ten thousand dollar art piece that sold on eBay. Of the person who tried to draw (laughs) the popcorn bucket.
1: Well, in my head, my toxic trait is walking in there and thinking that I can draw like they can.
0: And if my art sold for $10,000, I'd be
1: psyched. Did that end up being like a real bid? Yeah. Explain to the people exactly what you're talking about. So, so
0: with the with the crazy fiasco uh, around the, uh, the the figment popcorn bucket, with all of them going on eBay, somebody, I think her name was Julia something. I can't remember what her last name was. But shout out to her, because she ended up giving all of it to charity if the $10,000 bid was actually real. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw it was. Um, but she just literally doodled like a really bad rendition of the Figment popcorn bucket on like a piece of computer paper with a black pen.
1: Almost like if you were trying to explain to somebody what Figment looked like, but you only had 10 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And it went up on eBay as a joke just to kind of... Jump into the people searching for the figment popcorn bucket. Right. And uh, it all of a sudden had like 60 bids and then it was up to like $10,000. And it was really cool that she was donating <laughs> well, this to charity.
1: It didn't, it didn't quite escalate that quickly. No. It, w- it was more like it
0: went up gradually. And
1: It was more like she was like, ha ha. And then people started bidding. And it went she from was, like a
0: dollar to five dollars to ten. And then hundred. she was like,
1: well, maybe I could use this and donate it to charity. Yeah. And then actually, other people have since gone and done other drawings yeah not quite as good as no. hers <laughs> good um, quote unquote. yeah but um they're all for different charities too which is really cool and it's kind of like sticking it to the resellers so yeah in this house we don't support resellers um but that's uh yeah so it's kind of like that but i think every time i go to animal kingdom and they're like hey we're gonna make this character i'm like i got this and then at the end of it i'm like i did not have this <laughs> like, well, here,
0: here's the thing the difference between that and this is i think they bring in like the people who work on the films like the movies and they go up there and they show you how to draw mickey mouse or unless somebody's or one of gonna those
1: unless somebody's gonna like ghost like patrick swayze with me and <laughs> hold my hand and help guide yeah. my hand with the, the oh it's, it's
0: not going to end well but i think utensil. it'd be a cool experience to see somebody who works on your favorite films
1: yeah and so it, also guys if you're going what are, what exactly do they do the way it works is you walk in they give you a piece of paper and a pencil and then usually some kind of like board to be able to yeah to balance because there's no
0: tables in there
1: and then they usually have a r- very large screen, and then a camera pointed at the animator or the person who's leading the class, and they walk through you making a drawing. Right. And so they go piece by piece, and you only get the one sheet of paper, which honestly is stressful <laughs> enough for me because I'm like, I only have one; it, it has to be perfect.
0: It, it's kind of like one of those those nights where you get like get wine and you go paint somewhere. But it's with a pencil and it's in Disney World.
1: That didn't stress me out as much. That's hanging in our bedroom. you did a really good job with that. So you
0: can't even joke that you're bad.
1: I feel like drawing is different though. Sure. Painting, it's just like whoosh whoosh.
0: Yeah, but that's like expert level painting. Uh,
1: And then you can have painting juice. So Guys,
0: I'm going to post a picture of Simba. And I'm going to post a picture of the painting that Danny did of Simba. (laughs) And you would think that freaking Van Gogh did it.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. I don't know about Van Gogh. Seriously.
0: And... me, it would look like, I don't know, if I was like freezing cold and like <laughs> couldn't stop shaking and that's what mine would look like.
1: Well, after I made it, I was like, wow, I was very inspired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the wine was flowing good that night.
1: It's called art
0: juice. <laughs> art
1: juice. Maybe we'll have to have some art juice when we go drunk. Yeah. Well, some... I mean, there's plenty
0: of places around and plenty of food and alcohol offerings here at the Festival of the Arts which that we, can we hit up.
1: Yeah, which we will be talking about here yeah. in a minute. But definitely make sure that if that's something you want to do to make time for it, and you don't know the character that you're going to draw until you're there. So it can be any kind of character. But that's one thing you can do um, when it comes to visual arts. Next is artist galleries and participating artists. So what that basically means is when you're walking around, you're going to see these booths with tons of art hanging everywhere. And at some of these booths, you'll actually have the artists there either making art signing art um some of them are like making personalized art i saw an artist that had like the old school ticket booths oh really like the ticket um you know i'm trying to say the the ticket book ticket book thank you and uh what you can what they're doing is they're putting your name you know how it's like all the ticket letters instead of the ticket letters they're putting the letters of your name oh that's really neat and so they have all this awesome stuff and i I really like going and seeing that. My my hope is that this year, I would really like to find a painting to put over our couch.
0: Yes, I would love to do that.
1: Instead of just us having like... We're looking
0: for a big, like wide piece of art to put above our couch.
1: The tough part is you're like, I love this. And they're like... $500. And you're like... Ah, uh, never mind.
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll just commission Danny to paint something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Only if you buy me plenty of art juice. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, you can walk around everywhere. There's so many different um, Disney-inspired like works of art. Yeah, And when I say that, I mean... I I guess the best way to put it is like you'll see things that are like classic Disney, but like with an artist twist or like
0: vintage stuff
1: or, you know, mixtures of different things from, you know, most of the time it's like Disney related. The
0: one booth that really stood out to me last time we were at Festival of the Arts was the one that did all the characters on the attractions. Do you remember that? where it was like there was a painting of like Mickey and Pluto riding Space Mountain. Right. But it had like an art artsy twist on it. Right. Um, or it was like Goofy and Expedition Everest. And it was like Goofy it was on top of Mount Everest. And right. And it was like implying that he was he had conquered Everest, that kind of thing.
1: And the, the nice thing is like they usually have plenty of the art available. Yeah. I do think by the time we went last year, some of the stuff that we wanted like that we were thinking about getting was not there because i know that wasn't there a space mountain like with all the characters on it and they were all like almost as if you were taking a photo of them on the like little space mountain um the ride and they're all like leaning over like yay look at us right and we were going to get something like that but they didn't have anything other than like a postcard size yeah
0: usually they have originals and they have prints of all different sizes but they do end up selling out as the festival goes along
1: yeah. So the, the really cool thing is these are a lot of times everywhere. So you can walk around and see what art you like. But if you see something you like, we definitely recommend getting it, you know, supporting the artists and, uh, you know, just seeing what strikes you. Because, I mean, there's what, tons of stuff there. What better souvenir than something you can hang in your home?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, the next thing that we wanted to touch on as far as the visual arts of the festival goes is the expression session.
1: I've never done this before. Neither have
0: we, and it's really not that hard. It's very simple, but basically what it is is that you are essentially painting by numbers with all your fellow Disney goers.
1: So the way this works is this is a paint-by-numbers mural, and it's over, I would say, near the seas with Nemo and Friends. Yeah. And the way it works is you walk up and they have a big mural hanging on one of the walls, all with little squares, um, you know, that are numbered. And they hand you a like a little cup and a little brush mm-hmm. with paint in it. And I think it's something like they tell you that you can fill in like one square. I think it's like two or three. Yeah, is it normally with no they more
0: t- than like four or five.
1: And they tell you how many squares you can fill in. So like maybe they'll give you like. The color blue and you have to go find the number two somewhere along this mural. So you could like choose them all together, you could go pick different ones, and then that's it. You just help paint this mural.
0: And then as the festival goes along, the mural starts taking shape and all the colors start to get filled in and you get to see what all you've all you and your fellow Disney vacationers. Um, created with this paint by number system
1: yeah and that's just something that i feel like we've just never gotten a chance to do yeah either we don't walk that way or i don't i don't know if they do that further on in the festival I don't know if like they have a couple murals, and then once they're done, they're done.
0: I think there's a couple of them that once once one of them's done, the next one starts.
1: I would take a wild guess and say that we probably just don't make our way over there on accident. Right. But that's another thing that you can do when it comes to visual arts. And lastly, when it comes to visual arts, Disney has merchandise
0: listed. What? <laughs> they have merchandise? No way.
1: Now, uh, the reason that I put this down is because if you don't know this, you can actually buy festival merchandise what no way and a lot of times the festival merchandise is really really fun um the festival of the holidays i got a really cute hoodie that i really liked more recently uh you know for every festival there's awesome merch and so it's specific to that particular festival i know that more recently at festival of the holidays they had an olaf um spirit jersey and it felt kind of like one of those really comfy blankets.
0: Yeah. It was like <laughs> really soft fleece, like really warm spirit jersey.
1: And they actually um, completely sold out of them. Yeah. And so... And it was just because it was really cute. But hoodie you, sold out too. Yeah, my hoodie sold out. Mine was a pass holder hoodie. They have things like spirit jerseys, drink wear, um, different accessories, pins for our pin collectors. And they're available all over the place. But guys... We've told you this before. Please listen to us when we say, if you go and you see something you like, buy it then.
0: Buy it then. Because it probably won't be there when you go back.
1: Yeah. And the the tough part about it is sometimes even if something's there, you might not find it in your size.
0: That's also true.
1: Or the festival. <laughs> By the next time you get to go to Epcot, the festival might be over. Yeah. So get it then and there. Don't uh, learn from our mistakes. Don't Don't make the mistake yourself. But yes, we do, they do have merchandise, and Festival of the Arts is always really fun and colorful. So um, that wraps up our visual arts section. Next, we're going to move on to culinary arts. So many arts. Yes, culinary arts. Everyone's almost most favorite art, I would say.
0: Oh, yeah. But with the Epcot festivals, usually the culinary arts are the most popular thing at the festivals. That is the food and Drink offerings at the festival.
1: So uh, one thing I do want to mention before we get into um, like all of the booths is that there is something called the Wonderful Walk of Colorful Cuisine.
0: And what is that?
1: So what that is is for every festival you get a passport and it's just a tiny book that you can see the things that you can... Um, try it has where all of the foods are listed at each booth and the thing about that is it's super cool because you can kind of say like oh I want to go to Italy and I want to make sure I get this well in these little books if you try the five different dishes at the end um, after trying each dish and getting a stamp after getting it You actually um, bring that to the Passport uh, Depot and you actually get a a reward of some sort. I believe it's a food item.
0: And where is the Passport Depot?
1: It says Deco Delights Food Studio to claim your reward. Perfect. I feel like I'm already getting a little anxious about something. Why is that? So if you guys have listened to some of our other episodes with pronouncing things and how we go over different foods... I'm very bad at pronouncing foods and we're about to do that. And so... Don't
0: be nervous. Just do it. Like Nike says, just do it.
1: Here in a second, this will be for your enjoyment. So (laughs) I will do my very, very best. But uh, what we are going to talk about next is all of the food booths. So Bill is going to definitely be able to do this better than I will, but I'm going to do my best.
0: I'm going to take you on a tour around the World Showcase Lagoon, and we're going to try all the foods here on this episode. And I'm here too. (laughs) Without the actual foods, because we can't cook them here. And we're full. Yes. So, first of all, let's say, let them eat art. And we're going to go all around the World Showcase. I'm not going to talk like this the entire time, but just this little introduction here. And we're going to start where all good festivals start. America. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna it's a saluto all nations, but mostly America.
1: But mostly America, yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, and we're gonna start at the artist table, and we're gonna just kind of go over the foods and maybe some notable beverages if we see them, but probably just the foods for now. Um, and then Danny and I eventually are gonna be able to get out to Festival of the Arts and try a whole bunch of things and let you guys know what we thought of the items.
1: Yes. Well, let's go ahead and start with these, and I think if there's anything also that we do want to try, we might like, yeah, make yummy sounds.
0: So starting in America, we've got the Beef Wellington dish with mushroom, mushroom duxel, prosciutto and puff pastry with red wine demi-glaze and baby vegetables. That sounds pretty good. Uh, pan-seared scallops with vanilla butternut squash puree, brown butter cl- cauliflower puree, and lime foam. And then the dessert is a pistachio cake with cherry mousse and morello cherries.
1: And the second one is one of the color stroll items.
0: Correct. Yes. I'm sorry. I did not notice that. Um, One of the color stroll items that Danny was just talking about with the the five items that you get uh, and then you head over to the the deco spot to claim your prize if you try all five of those color stroll items. Um, Anything on this menu jump out to you that you wanted to try?
1: I would try probably the first two the pistachio cake sounds yummy to me but the cherry mousse sounds
0: not yummy to you
1: (laughs) (laughs) sounds less yummy to me
0: and one of the things that is actually on the beverage item for the artist table here at american adventure is the sipping chocolate flight and i know that's like a super popular thing that goes on at the festival of the arts i personally probably wouldn't try it
1: that like makes me a little feel a little like
0: icky i feel like i would have to have like 48 ounces of milk to, to drink this uh, uh, while I'm drinking the sipping chocolate flight because it's literally just chocolate that's like melted down that you're drinking. And it sounds good. It sounds better than it probably is. Um, but uh, it, it is wildly popular and people do love it.
1: Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's one thing that's in America. That's so American to be drinking chocolate. (laughs) Right. right. But, um, yeah, so that will be for in America. And
0: and there's also an alcoholic option of that too. It's called symphony in chocolate flight. And there's Mozart cream liqueurs that are paired with the sipping chocolate. That
1: literally hurts my stomach to (laughs) think about. That's (laughs) too much sugar. So much sweets. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're not tim tracker <laughs> <laughs>
0: right tim loves his desserts
1: yeah I, I i wonder if tim's ever tried the sipping chocolates
0: probably i would imagine so
1: i would love to know he what loves he his thinks sweets. about that he really does well next is going to be the craftsman's courtyard which is near disney traders and this is new yes so oh no these you pre- want me to pre- take this one yes please all right
0: so we've got uh, pate de campagne I, th- I think that's how you say it. Th- that and right. That's right. Country pork pate with pistachios, truffles, toasted ciabatta, red onion marmalade, and pickled mustard seed and caper berries. So that's, uh, that's a lot going on there. And one of the coolest things about these festivals is that you get to try things that you you normally wouldn't eat. And something like this like sounds crazy, but I feel like I, do, I would just want to try it just because of how crazy it sounds right. and see if it actually tastes good. Um, the next thing on the item at uh, Craftsman's Courtyard is the cast iron roasted PEI mussels with sautéed tomatoes, garlic, and fresh herbs. That sounds really good because I love mussels. And cast iron seared steelhead trout with parsley salad, grape tomatoes, calamata, olives, capers, and lemon aioli. Hmm. Okay. Three very interesting dishes at the Craftsman's Courtyard.
1: I'm not going to lie. Trout sounds good. I would probably try any of these, but none of them I would. I'm not really excited about. Like run
0: there to try.
1: No. Um. I would say that the um the steelhead trout sounds like all of the different.
0: We make trout sometimes too, and it's really good.
1: Right, but I'm talking about this particularly. A lot of times over, um, like near, uh, like Morocco, Uh they always have these dishes that always have like kind of the same things with olives and capers and mm. it always tastes the same, but they always have like a different like protein. on Sure. Top. Yeah. And that's usually good, but grape tomatoes are a no from yeah, me. I'm
0: not a grape tomato fan either. They just explode everywhere when you bite into it.
1: Yeah. But I feel like I would definitely try these. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I would say probably the trout stands out most to me and then the mussels. Um, I'm not really sure how I feel about the first one because I don't like nuts. And if it's made with pistachios, I'm just kind of like, eh, yeah, but the two seafood offerings sound pretty good to me. Yeah. Um,
1: well, let me try the next one. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to attempt it. So Deco delights, and this is where you go to get your, um, to get, after you get your five, uh, things, this is where you get your prize. So, um, here it looks like we we have more of like a dessert, uh, booth. Dulce chocolate mousse with chocolate cremeux and dark chocolate truffle. Yep. Decadent. Valrona. Valrona chocolate with dark chocolate mousse, chocolate brownie, and cassis mousse. A lot of mousse. Orange mousse with lemon cake and raspberry meringues.
0: There's a lot of mousse here. <laughs> <laughs> Boe Winkle.
1: <laughs> I love Full House. Right. Um, that's a lot of
0: sweets yes <laughs> we're as you can tell we're not very big sweets people yeah i'm very simple when it comes to my sweets i like chocolate ice cream from haagen-dazs that's basically it
1: yeah i like ice cream sometimes but for the most part i'm more of like a milk chocolate kind sure. of a girl
0: see i love dark chocolate so that first one kind of stands out to me as something i would try you the dulce chocolate mousse with the dark chocolate truffle that sounds really good to me um but like i said we're not big sweets people and i probably wouldn't run there
1: we also just had dinner and i'm very full and so <laughs> yeah, right, everything right. i'm talking about i'm like yep. no no thank you i'm full yeah but i think some of these things i'd be like yeah let's try it
0: so as is during the festivals every year sometimes they bring back dishes that were pretty popular from previous years or the or the year before and they are bringing back the deconstructed dish Uh, booth here near port of entry and the first thing that is on this list has been an item uh, at the deconstructed dish before and that is the deconstructed blt and that has crispy pork belly soft poached egg brioche watercress espuma and tomato jam and i tried this before and i really liked it did you try this
1: Mm, I don't believe. I think so. I.
0: I think I tried it on a day where I wasn't with you, and oh no,
1: you, you know what? I did try this. Did you? I did because I thought
0: the poached egg and the pork belly went really well together, and surprisingly, the tomato jam didn't gross me out.
1: I think I tried it once, and the it was um, really really good. And then the second time, I think I tried it. The soft poached egg exploded on me. Nice. Because That's I when like you have
0: a good poached egg.
1: Yeah, but I feel like I specifically remember being like, whoa. Okay, I'm still going to eat that, and it being good. Uh, What else do we have at the deconstructed dish?
0: We've got some deconstructed French onion soup, and that is beef broth ravioli, gruyere espuma, and onion bread pudding and onion textures. So that's really interesting that you can deconstruct a soup where it's beef broth ravioli, and then there's cheese, like gruyere cheese, and then there's onion bread pudding, which is really interesting, and onion texture. So I, I don't think this was on a, a menu last year, but I definitely would be interested in trying that because I really do like French onion soup with all like the cheese that's all melted on top of it. I think that would be really, really tasty. Okay. And then the dessert at the deconstructed dish is the deconstructed key lime pie. I'm pretty sure that was there. In the past, I think uh, so, with flexible key lime curd, key lime mousse, graham cracker cake, and meringues. And this is also a color stroll item uh, again, where you pick the five items and go pick up your prize at Deco Delights. Um, anything at the deconstructed dish that you're anxious to try?
1: Mm, no, no, no. What about you?
0: Um, I think the French onion soup sounds really interesting to me. Uh, I think that would probably be right on my list of, of things that I want to try because we've tried different things over the last couple of years while we've been here and if there's repeat items, yes, I know I like them, but I'd like to try other things and see if I like them so we can bring um, our thoughts to you guys as the festival goes along.
1: Onion bread pudding just sounds like
0: <laughs> interesting. too much for me. Yeah,
1: Because I like bread pudding, but onion bread pudding sounds like something like the Grinch would <laughs> eat.
0: <laughs> right, our oh, underreporting. Nice.
1: <laughs> I st- I'm so sad. Hang on, pause. I'm so sad because I really wanted to go back and see the Grinch.
0: Yeah, well, and, he'll be back next year. And
1: I wanted to bring him an onion.
0: Yeah, he'll be back next year,
1: wrapped in a bag.
0: He'll be back next year.
1: And then a second onion wrapped Merry in another Grinchmas. bag. Merry Grinchmas. I will do that next year.
0: Sounds good to me. Well, next is the donut box. The donut box.
1: Um, now, this is one that I feel like we always kind of skip. Um,
0: yeah. Again, we're not big sweets people.
1: Even though I brought donuts home today. <laughs> you did.
0: Danny was at Universal uh, with a friend today and uh, brought home some voodoo donuts. And I had one tonight. And it was very good.
1: Like I was saying, we I, we were there with Miguel and Jose. Oh,
0: yeah. Shout out Miguel and Jose.
1: And um, But they didn't go to uh, voodoo donuts. Sorry. I had
0: a very long day and I forgot who she was with. So <laughs> shout out to Miguel and Jose. <laughs> I've heard a lot about you. Never met you, but heard a lot about you, and all good things. I promise,
1: we'll get you guys together. Sounds good. Um, but at the donut box, which not from Voodoo Donuts, from the Festival of the Arts. Yep. We have a vanilla donut with strawberry sugar, strawberry ice cream, fresh strawberries, and strawberry gel.
0: I guess gelée.
1: Gelée. <laughs> Maybe inside out donut, vanilla donut with Bavarian cream. And chocolate dip donut with black and gold sugar sprinkles and chocolate buttercream.
0: And real quick, the vanilla donut, the first one that Danny read, is also another color stroll item.
1: Um, I don't know about you, but that first one is the one that I would definitely try.
0: See, uh, you have me until... It, it, it's it's going to sound really weird and really unhealthy. You had me until, until fresh, fresh strawberries. strawberries. <laughs> I knew you were going to say because that. Because I love strawberry flavored stuff, but I don't like actual strawberries. <sighs> strawberry they just don't taste the same as strawberry flavored stuff they don't <laughs> they're, they're they're not as sweet they're they're almost more bitter or sour I guess for that matter
1: Hang on hang on I'm not you're, a fan you're telling me <clears throat> that fresh strawberries don't taste like fake strawberries it that are like filled with sugar <laughs> yes
0: correct what <laughs> I love strawberry milk I love strawberry ice cream I love strawberry like fruit pops. I love the the crema things that we eat. I forget what they're called. the The popsicle things. Oh, fresas. Uh, yeah, fresas. I love those. But when it comes to like eating a strawberry,
1: meh. You talking about the um uh, like the paletas?
0: They're, they're called fresas, aren't they?
1: I think that might be, might be the company. Oh, thing. okay, gotcha, gotcha. They're um, like
0: strawberry cream pops. Yeah,
1: they're um they're really really good. Yeah. Okay, real quick, quick yep. question. Sure. Three favorite fruits. Go.
0: Um, mango uh bananas and probably brr, i don't know what my third one would be i don't know <laughs> no nothing i don't know let me think
1: strawberry blueberry and I don't watermelon like either.
0: um <sighs> maybe cantaloupe like good cantaloupe fresh okay. cantaloupe huh because sometimes cantaloupe stinks but if it's fresh <laughs> and it's ripe then yes it's really good you know
1: when I don't like cantaloupe what is when you go to like well,
0: pineapple pineapple would probably be up there for me
1: I love good pineapple. Yeah. But like, I don't like when it's like not ripe enough. Yeah. And it like hurts your it's mouth. Hard. And you chew it. And then it's like really like, not spicy, but like very acidic. Mm-hmm. And then it's also like spicy. scraping your... Why is it spicy? Oh, why is it spicy? <laughs> but it's also like scraping your mouth and you're just yeah. like, why did I eat this? Totally. Um, now I totally forgot what I was going to say about the know. pineapple. I was going to say something. What was I going to say?
0: Not sure. I can't read your mind Ugh. yet.
1: Anyway, that first, <laughs> <laughs> that first donut, I would definitely try. Yeah,
0: that strawberry one does sound really good. <sighs> maybe we'll try. Maybe we'll split it because, like I said, we're not big sweets people, but um, maybe splitting it is the way to go. We'll maybe. Try we'll try it. Um, as far as donuts go, I don't get too adventurous with donuts. You know, very simple donuts. I, I like plain glazed. I like chocolate frosted, like that kind of stuff, but not like when there's a bunch of crap piled on it. Like they do at most of the fancy donut places. I
1: don't like yeast donuts. Okay. Like they are very bready. Sure, yeah. But I feel like I'm I'm very like when it comes to like pizza and donuts, if it's too bready, it's a sad face for me. Okay. But speaking of not having a sad face, let's move on to the next booth. Mexico!
0: (laughs) It's basically your homeland. You take this one.
1: Oh no! Um, yes, I'm from San Antonio, and um, you know it's very close to Mexico. Yes, very. It has a very large Hispanic population, um, which I loved growing up in in San Antonio. But I'm so sorry, San Antonio. This is going to be bad.
0: If you ever have a chance to go out to Mexican food with Danny, be scared. Why? Because if she doesn't like it, run, <laughs> run.
1: Okay. Okay. Hang on. (laughs) Hang on. We're going to talk about this We're not going to dive
0: too deep into this because it's a very long episode already. So
1: we're not going to talk about this too much, but very briefly, I grew up in San Antonio. Amazing Mexican food. Text me. Very authentic. However, I moved to Massachusetts, and when I tell you... The Mexican food sucks. I know. The (laughs) offense, the offense of calling the Mexican food up there Mexican food oh my gosh how dare you how dare all of you (laughs) literally I we got like chicken fajitas and it was like grilled chicken with ketchup they put carrots in the salsa yeah
0: it's bad it's horrendous
1: like I and literally sometimes I will talk to people about this and they're like I like it and I'm like
0: you haven't had real Mexican food
1: oh my gosh I can't believe you just said that yeah Anyway, speaking of real Mexican food. So don't be afraid, just know that I'm I don't <laughs> I don't appreciate the audacity. So, however, <laughs> at Festival of the Arts, you can always uh, guarantee that you're going to get something good at these booths. So, first off, um, El Artista Hambriento. There you oh, go. Man, this is going to be
0: It's Hambriento. I'm just,
1: I can't. Um, Come on,
0: Danny. Get it right.
1: Hirache Verde. Cilantro, hirache with (laughs) cochinita. I cannot read it. Cochinita. I can't read it from over here. Fresh pineapple and pickled onion. Carne asada. Seared beef tenderloin. Grilled queso fresco. Refried beans, scallion, and ranchera salsa. And taco de chocolate excuse me, chocolate candy <laughs> shell filled with Mexican chocolate mousse Ooh. with a touch of chile topped with seasonal fruit.
0: Okay, you had me until it said a touch of chile because you don't mix dessert and spicy. No, thank you.
1: Well, I would actually try anything from this booth.
0: Sure. I have no idea what the heck that first thing is that you read, but I would try it. <laughs> <Too high. laughs> I'd try it. Uh, carne asada is always good uh, when you add in grilled queso fresco. And ranchera salsa and beef tenderloin, yes, please.
1: Refried bean scallion was a different way to say that. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I'm here for it, so yeah. I would try any of those for sure. Well, let's move on to our next booth. So, hey, Japan, you love sushi, so I do. you go next. And this is
0: the home of the world famous sushi donut. <laughs> yeah. At the Japan booth here at Festival of the Arts, it is one of my favorite things that we get at the festivals every year. Uh, but first of all, we've got the chicken kushiagi and it's breaded and fried chicken with yum-yum sauce and vegetables. Sauce. If it says If it's called yum-yum sauce, it's gotta be yum-yummy. Um, and then the sushi donut is a donut-shaped sushi featuring salmon, tuna, shrimp, cucumber, and sesame seed over a decorated plate of wasabi aioli, ech, sriracha, ek, and eel sauce, which is so good, I can't even tell you how good it is. Okay. Um, so yeah, sushi donut's gonna be a must-have, even though I've had it at three straight festivals. I disagree. Why? Why is that? Too much rice. Well, well, yeah, you gotta make the donut somehow. Sushi
1: tree is better. It's smaller. It.
0: It's smaller. It, it's less of a serving.
1: So, in my humble opinion, the sushi donut is too much rice, not enough topping.
0: I agree that there should be more topping, like sushi, on top of it. But you have to make the donut out of the rice. You can't make it out of anything else.
1: Right. I'm not saying and It's got to
0: be donut size or people are going to be like, "What is this? Is it a munchkin?"
1: <laughs> okay, New Englander. You know? Yeah, um, what is this? <laughs> it's
0: not a donut. It's wicked small. It's so sh- freaking small.
1: Go back to the car. We're it's leaving.
0: Ridiculous. <laughs> My god, I'm going to go to Dunkin'. <laughs> a crispy uh, cream.
1: Here's the thing. Sushi donut? Good.
0: Or Mary Lou's. Shout out to Mary Lou's. The best coffee in town. Looking for a sponsorship. I love you, Mary Lou's. <laughs>
1: well, let's move on to gourmet landscapes. In
0: Canada.
1: Well, I, I, I don't even know how to follow that up. That that's, was good. the
0: beginning of the Canadian National Anthem.
1: The woman was too st- stunned to speak.
0: <laughs> uh, so at the gourmet landscapes in Canada, we've got the blood orange braised beet carpaccio with mustard vinaigrette, pickled clamshell mushrooms, golden beets and crostini it's a color stroll item and it's also plant-based and before i even got to the fact that it said it was plant-based i was like this is definitely plant-based because it's beets and vinaigrettes and pickled clamshell mushrooms um sounds interesting to me not sure if i'd try it
1: Ooh, the next one
0: roasted bone marrow with onion marmalade Pickled mushrooms, matcha lettuce, and bone marrow snow.
1: Oh, what does what that is mean? That?
0: <laughs> what is that? What? what is bone marrow snow?
1: Oh, are we in Halloween horror? Are we, Har- are we like horror grinding nights?
0: bone marrow? Make it like snow on your plate? Oh, or something? that made me Eww. like shiver. <laughs> All
1: right, on to the next yeah, one. Some
0: wild r- mushroom risotto, aged parmesan truffle shavings and zinfandel reduction i would try that that sounds yummy i don't know why i put on like a jeff foxworthy accent right (laughs) there for canada (laughs) you know you're in
1: canada when
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey you want to try some wild mushroom risotto eh and some aged parmesan and some truffle shavings and some zinfandel reduction eh
1: which one of these would you try
0: um probably the third one i like risotto uh, Parmesan is always good. Truffle is always good. And Zinfandel is just a, like a wine reduction. Sounds good to me.
1: I would. I'm also honestly. I can't believe I'm saying this, but the second one, I want to know what it is.
0: I have no idea what roasted bone marrow or bone marrow snow is. Bone
1: marrow snow it sounds like
0: something that I shouldn't be eating. No. But maybe it's good. I don't know. Maybe but we'll I, have to try it.
1: I don't know, but that's definitely something that I I want to take a look at and see what it looks like. All
0: Canadians are crazy.
1: Well, we're going to move on to L'Art de la Cuisine. Francais. Francais. Yeah. Oh, I'm so bad at French.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I if I even want to go after this I'll one. try. Just I'll read try. the English one.
1: Warm, creamy brie in a house-made bread bowl. We've
0: had this before, and it was very good.
1: Yes. It's just very thick.
0: Cheese in a bread bowl.
1: It's like you get you're like oh that's small and then you're like oh wait i think i just <laughs> i think i just ate a brick of bread and cheese <laughs> or more like a bowl of bread and cheese but it's yeah. like a thick thing um black winter truffle croissant serve warm yum let's see uh uh oh chilled lobster bisque uh um. bisque it's
0: bisque <laughs> chilled lobster bisque <laughs> oh my goodness danny you can't even get the easy ones Chilled lobster bisque. <laughs> You're never gonna live that down. It's gonna be in every video that we do. It's gonna when we go to Epcot, we're gonna be like,
1: "Look, it's the mon lobster bisque." Chilled lobster bisque, moose.
0: bisque. Serve.
1: It's bisque. Um, no, no, I'm just gonna do. It you on did purpose. that on purpose. Serve with dill brioche.
0: <laughs> <laughs> bisque. Bisque. Why did I say? It's Beauty in the Bisque. <laughs> We <laughs> in the last one. The dessert offering in France
1: is molten chocolate and hazelnut cake with pure origin Valrhona chocolate.
0: I don't know what that last thing is, but the rest of it sounds awesome. The molten <laughs> chocolate with hazelnut cake, yes, please. And the beast. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to try the beast so we can.
1: Beauty and the Beast.
0: <laughs> don't go see the Beauty and the Beast sing along. It's terrible.
1: Oh my gosh! It's literally like it's some lefou origin story. <laughs> it's so strange. I mean, anyway, um, which of these sound good to you?
0: Um, definitely that dessert, and definitely the creamy brie in a uh, in a bread bowl. I would try but every si- one. Sounds good too. I would
1: try every single one of these if you put them in front of me.
0: Sure. Uh, the uh, The black winter truffle croissant. That's uh, croissants are always a good option. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad about any of these. You know what makes me sad though is that. Uh, festival of the Holidays is over, and they don't have the frozen hot chocolate martini anymore. That was because so that good. That was so good. Yeah, so good. I on can't our, even explain to you how good it was.
1: On our fifth anniversary, we um, walked around and had like all sorts of really yummy drinks at Epcot. And
0: is there a place in France? I'm asking the audience out here. Is there a place in France where you can get that not during a festival? I don't think so. Because if there is, please let us know.
1: I mean. The other thing is that ice cream, uh, where you get the ice cream and like the boozy ice cream and stuff, yeah, always closes super early. No, I
0: will their, get their my chocolate ice cream is chef's kiss.
1: Yes, I will get my ice cream at some point. But yes. all right, let's move on to the next booth.
0: All right, here's one that is always a kind of kind of a. The fans are very divided on Italy. Um, Italy, for some reason. I'm sure you've noticed, is always way more expensive than the other booths. Sure. And the serving sizes aren't really any bigger, and they're kind of basic items. So I was always curious why Italy was so much more expensive. And if it's because like the stuff is imported from Italy, then yeah, sure, I understand. But Italy is always so expensive. But sometimes the options are pretty good. So let's go over the options here at the L'Arte de Mangerie. Uh, booth here at Italy, and the first one is an Arancini, and it's fried risotto balls stuffed with braised beef and served with pomodoro sauce. That sounds good. Uh, ravioli alla bassiola, and that's sweet sausage ravioli, mushrooms, caramelized onions, and creamy Parmesan sauce. And then there's the Bombolini and it's chocolate hazelnut Italian donut with powdered sugar. Okay. All three of them sound good.
1: All three of them sound good. Sweet sausage m- kind of makes me
0: yeah. Sweet sausage is okay. I would greatly prefer like regular Italian sausage or spicy Italian sausage, but the sweet sausage might be a little interesting. I
1: just have that thing where if it like isn't supposed to be sweet and it's yeah. sweet, I'm like not okay with it. Mm-hmm. But well, I would still try, I would good. still try all of them. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's move on to the next one, the painted panda.
0: Yeah, and that's China.
1: And this just has two things: general so's chicken shumai, shumai and char Su pork bun.
0: Uh, pork bun is always a good option. It's the uh, the bao bun, essentially. Um, those are always really good at the festivals. And uh, chicken shumai, you know, when we go to um, Sukihana, shout out Sukihana, best sushi in the world. Um, it is the little fried ball thing, the shumai. Remember that? Yes. The appetizer that they had. Yes. Um, that's that with General So's chicken. Yes, please. I would definitely try that. Um, so painted panda sounds really good. They've got your classic bubble tea and a couple other things as well at the uh, the painted panda in China. But both of those food items sound good and something I would definitely try. It's an easy booth. Yeah. Well, for let's sure. move on
1: to the next one.
0: Yeah. And that's the Pastoral Palette in, in Germany. Germany.
1: Well, here we have a red wine braised beef short rib with parsnip puree. Broccolini, baby tomatoes, and aged balsamic. Sounds pretty good. It's fancy. Yeah. Uh, wild boar.
0: I'm not sure what cassoulet is.
1: Cassoulet with duck confit. Confi. Confit. Confi. Confit. Confit. Um, confit. Ham hock <laughs> and wild boar sausage. Okay. Opera cake. Which Opera is, cake. Which is almond jacondi. Does it make you
0: go, ah! when you eat it?
1: How do you say that second? Almond jacondi? I think so coffee buttercream and chocolate ganache
0: there you go duck confit
1: (laughs) duck confit
0: duck confit is really good i love duck confit um i can't remember i think it was maybe tavern in the square i think in boston that we went to one time and i had a mac and cheese with duck confit it was so good so so good
1: eating duck makes me sad
0: duck is delicious you should eat more of it
1: I'm going to ignore your comment and move (laughs) on to the next booth, which is the talk of the town. Pop Eats. Pop Eats. And the reason it's the talk of the town is because this is the booth where they were selling the figment popcorn bucket. Oh, yeah. So in theory, if you wanted anything from this on day one, you had to wait seven hours. For real. You guys are crazy. Imagine being like... I want tomato
0: soup with grilled cheese. Is this the line? <laughs> Some people spent $109 to go to Epcot that day and wait in the seven-hour line for a popcorn bucket that they then had to pay for. Yeah, it's Crazy. true. Crazy people.
1: I, I, I don't know. but Well, what is it Pop Eats besides um, a, a little spark of... <laughs> Rainbow popcorn? A little spark. Well, not right now. They're sold out of that. Oh. A little a spark of inspiration. Um. Well, they have tomato soup with grilled cheese. Classic tomato soup with bacon, apple, and brie grilled cheese. Yes,
0: please. Almond French Oh
1: my gosh, I was gonna so butcher that. <laughs> I was gonna say frangipane.
0: <laughs> it's French. It's French fringip- <laughs> Oh my goodness! I love doing these food <laughs> festival episodes because she just butchers it. Like straight up, like Freddy Krueger butchers it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, almond frangipane cake. (laughs) Frangipane. You let me say it the way I want. (laughs) Cake layered with raspberry jam and Belgian chocolate. Belgian chocolate. Belgian chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Pop tart, modern design sugar cookie with sugar cookie. Okay, (laughs) sir, sir, butchered, (laughs) sir.
0: Modern design sugar cookie with chocolate hazelnut filling. There you go. I did it.
1: <laughs> and the Figment Premium Popcorn Bucket with Rainbow Popcorn. It's a premium print.
0: popcorn bucket because it's $25.
1: You're not wrong.
0: <laughs> it's more expensive than a regular one. It's a premium one. So what are you more most plastic. excited about? <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to try that tomato soup with the bacon, apple, and brie grilled cheese. That
1: sounds pretty good. The frangipane sounds pretty good, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just about to clear my throat, and you're going all frangipane on me again. <laughs>
1: uh, honestly, I really... <laughs> the The sad part slash funny part is, sometimes I'm trying my best and it just yeah it's <laughs> not doesn't turn out well. Mm-hmm. Well, next is the Tangerine Cafe, flavors of Which the is Medina good. in Morocco. So grilled kebabs with carrot chickpea salad and garlic aioli, and you can either get lamb or chicken. Yes, stone baked Moroccan <laughs> bread with hummus, fig, and zoug dip.
0: It's either that or it's Zhuge dip because it's Z-H-O-U-D.
1: Then carrots three ways. I don't even want carrots one way. <laughs> I, was just about to say, I was just about to say the same thing. I don't
0: even want carrots one way.
1: <laughs> Grilled carrots, pickled carrots, and carrot ginger puree. There we go. Sounds like something that, like, the moms all got together and we're like, <laughs> we need to have our kids eat their vegetables. <laughs> Let's
0: make it three ways.
1: <laughs> Let's make it three ways. House made crispy almond, phyllo pockets with white chocolate, pomegranate, and milk chocolate orange. Huh.
0: That sounds interesting. So I'm not gonna for the almond part.
1: I'm not gonna lie. Um <laughs> everything here is pretty good. Yeah. However
0: The kebabs are always a really good option.
1: However, the kebabs unfortunately come with a carrot chickpea salad. Mm-hmm. Why, why y'all have so much carrots right, in this
0: booth? Right? It should be called Carrot Cafe.
1: <laughs> Not Tangerine Cafe. <laughs> y'all got carrot chickpea salad and carrots three right. ways. You got and carrot
0: drinks too. We got like carrot juice and vodka. <laughs> Ooh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like a mimosa and some ciders.
1: I and One thing I do want to m- mention that I do want to try that's What's here. That? The chai tea mint mimosa. Okay. It's the Twinnings of London chai tea with key lime sparkling wine and mint. Hmm. So I had a, um, like a Twinnings of London chai tea. Um, it was like that. And I think whiskey, right. Do you remember that when Uh, I had that, it had like a cinnamon stick in it. And I had that because, um, one of my friends said it was really good and it was. And so I would like to try that again. It was, I like when stuff isn't super sweet. And I found that, when they make stuff with tea it's not too bad sure but all right well let's move on to the next booth next we have encanto cochina so and this is vibrante and vivido and first off why why do we not have um there's a food that's missing here um where are the arepas?
0: <laughs> right? The ones that cure broken arms? Yes. <laughs> um, if you guys haven't seen Encanto yet, go watch it. It is awesome.
1: Oh, my gosh. The music will
0: stay in your head forever. It is so good. It's so well done. The animation is stunning. Can't recommend Encanto. It's now available on Disney+. Plus.
1: We were literally talking about that today at Universal. I was like, have you guys seen um, Encanto? And they were like... No, not yet. I was like, go how, see have you, it! how have you not seen it yet? Come on,
0: Miguel and Jose, go see it,
1: uh, or was...
0: <laughs> sit at home and watch. it
1: <laughs> Right. Well, that's what I told them. They were like, oh yeah, we need to like get into Disney Plus. Um, but I I was looking at this and I was like, how do you not have arepas on here? Are you kidding me?
0: Also, if you're if you're making a booth that's based around Encanto, it should have made like punny dish names. We like, I don't know. Something with Bruno or something with uh, Mirabelle or, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. It should have been like really fun themed for for the folks. But they do have three pretty good options on here. We've got house-made chorizo. That sounds really good. With a potato empanada, turmeric aioli, and natto aioli. And that's a color stroll item.
1: Yeah, so it's a chorizo and potato empanada.
0: I'm sorry, yes. The potatoes are in the empanada. The way
1: it's written out, it almost looks like it's separate, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, there is a spicy uh, ajico soup with guajillo and arbol chili spiced chicken, potato, avocado, corn, and creme fraiche. And passion fruit mousse with dragon fruit jam.
1: All right. I would try any of these. I would honestly try any of these. But again, y'all, add the arepas to the booth. Right? Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. You're missing out. Um, but was that our last location?
0: Uh, there are some additional locations as well. There's always the Refreshment Port over near Canada that has a pretty a couple of pretty good options. There's always a poutine option there. And this one is a Noki poutine with red wine, braised beef, cheese curds, basil, and burrata. Uh, there's an Artist Palette Jumbo Chocolate Chip Cookie, a Blood Orange Cosmo. So we're getting into the drinks there over at Refreshment Port. Uh, refreshment Outpost is that that African section that's kind of slapped in the middle of World Showcase. Right. um, That has a plant-based bratwurst with spicy turmeric aioli, um, coffee, barbecue, jackfruit, and slaw. That sounds really interesting. Um, An artist palette, jumbo chocolate chip, cookie, and then there's, uh, there's other drink options as well. But one thing that we usually try at these festivals is the funnel cakes. And the funnel cake booth over by the American Adventure is featuring... A, uh, a new funnel cake for this festival.
1: Oh no, I don't like it. Why? No, I would like to return it. No, <laughs> it's a that cherry. good to me. <laughs> a cherry blossom funnel cake, chocolate chip funnel cake, uh, topped with cherry ice cream, rainbow whipped cream, chocolate chips, and a
0: um, maraschino. Maraschino cherry. What's wrong with this? It's a chocolate chip funnel cake. That sounds awesome. Cherry. Cherry ice cream is really good. Mm-hmm. and rainbow whipped ice cream hard pass oh danny you're such a bummer
1: i don't like fake cherry i like real cherries it's
0: not it has cherries in it no cherry ice cream has cherries in it
1: no it does no it's not i don't want a medicine funnel cake thank you it
0: doesn't taste like medicine
1: fake cherry tastes like medicine in my humble opinion
0: and then uh, our friends over at Joffrey's, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company, there's four locations around Epcot. They all have their own um, special cold brews for the Festival of the Arts.
1: And you can get your annual pass holder discount at you Joffrey's. You
0: sure can,
1: 20%. Yeah. So that is going to be everything for our culinary food. And we will definitely be reporting back to you guys in terms of in terms of uh, what we're trying to let you know what we like, but we are going to continue moving on uh, for our last section. And this one will be pretty brief um, and because we are going to be coming back and reporting to you about some of these things. So the last section um, on the Disney website is labeled as fun for all ages. And this is just everything that didn't quite fit into the other categories. So first is going to be artful photo ops. You can step into iconic artwork from around the world at different locations, and they usually—I think at one point didn't they have—not um, last year. I don't think they had it, but the year before they had photo pass photographers. They did,
0: yeah. I don't know if they have them there all day long, but I definitely did at one point. Um, but there's all kinds of iconic. Uh, art pieces that you can actually step into and pose in. Right. Which is really neat. You know, everything from the Mona Lisa to Washington crossing the Delaware. You can hop on his uh, I don't know if it was a canoe but it was like a boat that he was on with, right. with his soldiers. Like You can hop into that iconic photo. It's pretty fun.
1: Yeah. So those are going to be all over and even if there's not a photo pass photographer you can just take a picture with your phone. Right. And then um, next is going to be Chalk Full of Character and if you go around World Showcase, you actually can find characters like Abu and Jiminy Cricket. I know that like in Mexico, Dante, remember, was mm-hmm. was drawn onto um, the side of the building. Yes. So you need to look out for those because it's really cool that they're just like there for you to find.
0: And these aren't the same chalk drawings that are on the entranceway to World Showcase. These are all over World Showcase and on the buildings and in different spots that you aren't walking on.
1: Right. So the you're gonna see different all sorts of different art in the form of chalk, including the next one, which is kids' chalk art. And that's over in your journey to imagination imagination. You can actually create a chalk art masterpiece with the entire family. A
0: masterpiece. I don't know if I could create can create a masterpiece.
1: I think we should go over there and do that.
0: Maybe. We'll try.
1: We'll get some some creative juice.
0: <laughs> okay. From Sounds somewhere.
1: Good. We'll 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 figure something out. And then um, this last one is one that I would very much like to do a video on. So you guys can see the way this works. Sure. We did it one year and it was so much fun. So figments brush with the masters and I'm actually going to read the description, help figment learn about art on this delightful scavenger hunt around world showcase to get started, purchase your map and stickers at port of entry creation Shop or world traveler, then search for figment hiding inside famous works of art at each world showcase pavilion. Just look for the Figment theme picture frame. Every time you find Figment, add uh, the corresponding sticker to the pavilion on your map. Once your journey is complete, return your map to Disney Traders or World Traveler for an artful surprise. costs $9.99 plus tax. It is available while supplies last. And it is subject to availability.
0: Um, we've done this before. And I believe the cost has gone up. Is that correct? I, I think, think it was seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine. Oh, it
1: was eight ninety nine recently. I so it lo-
0: looks like it went up a little bit. Um, hopefully, the the prize went up in value a little bit. But the uh, the little prize that we got last time was like a like a puzzle, like a three D puzzle of Figment, correct?
1: Yes. Yeah, so usually, what they do is mm-hmm. they give you a choice. So like one time, I got like a little bowl, mm-hmm. and then one time, I got like a little. I know for. Um, flower and garden i got a mini plate and Mm -hmm. she's like looking all pretty in her dress with all surrounded by flowers yeah but you could also choose different ones but like the figment stuff always goes first oh yeah for sure and so uh this is really fun i think what i'd like to do is do like a show you guys this entire thing and go look for it and what's really fun is figment is in every photo And he always looks like such a goof.
0: Right. Just doesn't look like he belongs at all. Well,
1: he's like the Mona Lisa. So he's like dressed like the Mona Lisa. Like that's a great example. And so um, this is another, a scavenger hunt is uh, they do them for every festival. And like for Easter, they'll do like Easter eggs around, you know, World Showcase Mm -hmm. and stuff. but. Figments Brush with the Masters is really fun, and you get to see all the fun photos of figments. So. If, you,
0: if you're looking to spend a full day at Epcot, it's something that can definitely help you pass the time if you're not you know, trying all these foods or drinking around the world or whatever you're doing at Epcot that day. It's just another thing that you can, you can play along with, and you get a cool little prize at the end.
1: And one of my favorite things about any of these scavenger hunts is it actually send you into the countries right where sometimes you might just walk by you go into the gift shops and you like stop and you look around and sometimes i know when we do it we're like oh hey look at that like i've never seen that before because we haven't yeah and um i really love that it kind of makes you go into the countries which i'm sure is probably you know part of the point but overall um i love this i think it's a great addition to any of the festivals but that brings our episode to a close on all of the off, all of the offerings for Epcot International Festival of the Arts for 2022.
0: Definitely looking forward to my first visit to Festival of the Arts uh, coming up very soon.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, we're going to be going to Epcot soon, uh, but I don't know if we're going to get to do any of the that stuff. But we'll see. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to be there for a couple hours, but we're excited to like go do like a... Like a full day. Yeah,
0: yeah. We're going to definitely spend a full day at Epcot for Festival of the Arts. But what Danny's referencing is possibly tomorrow night, I might be going for like an hour or two.
1: Yeah. So we're just going to go meet up with, hopefully get to meet up with Miguel and Jose. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of times for some of these things, you need like you need to be there when the shows are happening. Right. And you need to be there when you have time to do a scavenger hunt. And unfortunately, um, you know, you some still of these... You work thi- full time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have work tomorrow. Yeah. So... But um, that brings us to a close. Are you excited about Festival of the Arts? I am.
0: uh, And I'm looking forward to checking out all the the art booths and seeing if there's anything we can find for above our couch. Because that is a bare wall and I want to fill it.
1: Yes. And guys, again, more recently we heard you guys. You guys want to see more live videos. You want to hear more from us. You want us to to bring you guys a little bit more into our personal lives so we have heard you as our year starts to progress we're we've been discussing it we also have lots of big plans coming up for um a couple of park hoppers so stay tuned because 2022 is going to be our biggest year yet
0: be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms.
1: Be sure to follow at Park Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join our ever-growing following on TikTok.
0: Head over to youtube.com slash acoupleofparkhoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos and more.
1: For one-stop access to all of our created content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a acoupleofparkhoppers.com.
0: And until next time,
1: we'll, we'll see you around, around the parks. parks.